Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Rise Up For You podcast. So honored to have you here. Super excited. We're going to be speaking with Tanya Connor Green today, and she's really going to dive into social media with us and the best way to get our message across, which is really all about vulnerability. So she's going to talk with us about how to start that first Facebook Live. So if you're a woman entrepreneur or a business owner or running your own company and you need to get onto social media and you're having trouble or you're scared or you have fears, she is really going to debunk those today because... I know I'm guilty of this in the past where you want to start that Facebook video, you want to start that Instagram video, but you just are scared to begin it. You're scared to put yourself out there, especially when it's live. And today she's going to talk with us about how we can make sure we can move past that and what are the ways that we can really be heard on social media over everything else that's happening and so much information that's being put out there by people that are in the same industry. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and all the amazing things that you're doing. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I, right now, am focused a lot on helping my clients share their message and get it out there using social media as a tool and just providing real Uh, intimate content or intimate communication, intimate coaching, intimate programs, where it's not like you're a part of a big group, it's a small intimate group. And that's kind of how I've been working with my clients a lot is like the techie aspects of an online business and uh, how to get their message out to more people and get visible online. So tell us a little bit about the journey. We always like to ask our, our guests, you know, how did you, how did you get here? Was it something that you've always been passionate about or what was kind of the, the, the map that led you to where you are today and what you're doing right now? Such a great question, because definitely this was never my plan. In my, I had grown up with my parents, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and that working really well for them. So I went to school and did all that, got a great job out of university. And then somewhere around my 25th birthday, I felt like I was having like a quarter life crisis because I was doing, I was excelling at my job, but I was coming to realize that in the corporate space, you can make a ton of money, but your whole life is going to that office. Really, you Mm. only get let out on evenings and weekends. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like it was like a prison. After the fact, I realized my boss also has like frosted bars on his window of his office too. Mm. So it really did feel like a prison where they really let, they, they decided what I could and couldn't do in my life. And then when you're making lots of money at your job and you're really young, all I wanted to do was travel. And that was not possible when you get five days of vacation or 10 days of vacation. And then someone also says when you can and can't leave. And then I started to look at what I was actually doing during the day. 
And it felt like I was making a lot of rich people richer. I worked really hard to make really rich people richer. <laughs> and I didn't feel like it was very purposeful or fulfilling. Even though I was good at it, it didn't feel fulfilling. So I sort of started looking for alternative ways to make my life feel fulfilling. So I did like a yoga teacher training and I didn't like that. I was afraid of speaking in public. So standing at the front of the room with everybody staring at you just did not work for me. Mm. And then I, well, I went through a really bad breakup and one of my friends had said to me, can you please just watch this Ted talk? And I'm like, is this really the time to watch a Ted talk? And so I did eventually watch the Ted talk and it was Brene Brown's uh, Ted talk of the power of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Highly recommended if anyone hasn't seen it. Um, And that kind of got me thinking about what I was holding back or what I was holding in and how I thought I had to be perfect on the outside and everything had to be the way that society sort of portrays it to be like success is working at a large corporation and climbing up the ladder And that just wasn't working for me. So when I did a bit more digging, I learned about coaching and I did a coaching certification in my spare time, i.e. all of my vacation time. So I did that in the very first course that I did, it was in person and I knew I had found like my thing because it was like something that came naturally, something that felt like I always describe it as like the best feeling in the world, that there's literally nothing better than helping people. Now I call that the helper's high. Mm. So it kind of makes you feel like you get high off of helping people. And it just felt really purposeful to help. And it, it also felt like, I can't believe a conversation can literally change somebody's life. Right. So that, originally I wasn't gonna actually leave my job to do that. But as I got deeper into it and as I was helping more people, I felt like, going to my job was really a a nuisance to, I could have been helping so many more people if I wasn't going to that job so much. Right. So that's kind of where it started. And then along the way, I was struggling to grow my business and I didn't, it was really difficult to get clients. So I know everyone at the beginning is like, oh, how do I get clients? How do I make money? And I struggled with that too. And I was afraid of speaking in public, but on -on one-on-one, I was like, really great. And when I went to Italy um, for a coaching, for a coaching retreat, mm-hmm. I spoke to somebody and she was like, you know, you're, you're kind of just, you have this gift that's not getting out there. And so they had challenged me to do a Facebook live. That was when Facebook live had just come out. Yeah. In 2015, I think it was 2015, maybe it was 2016. But basically from there, I realized that I had to do a Facebook live. It took me six months to actually work up the courage, even though I said I would do it every week. And I really only did it because I like there, nothing else was working. So eventually you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'll just do anything. And so I started to do a Facebook live and I was terrified. My very first Facebook live was about my fear of doing Facebook live. <laughs> so it got a lot of responses. And even I would walk around um, downtown in the city that I live in people would stop me on the street and be like, hey, I watched your live video. I'm like, that was amazing. And it would be like so weird because I thought that I looked like a nervous wreck. But to other people, it didn't feel like that. So I continued to do it. And that's something like that I help a lot of my clients with now is that it's different when people read something that you post versus when they see you and can hear you. So I think that that's kind of how it all started. And then as I learned more about systems and sales funnels and Facebook and Instagram ads, my business really exploded 
and it started to grow quicker than I could keep up with. So I did end up quitting my job a couple months later and it's just been amazing ever since. So I, so this is a really great topic and especially something that I think will resonate here with our women and, and the audience that are listening, because there's so many of us that are out there that are on social media, whether it's for our business, for coaching, part-time business, whatever it is, we're using social media, but you're right. There's this fear behind it of, okay, how do I, I want to get my message across, but I'm scared to do that, to push that Facebook live button, or I want to get my message across, but right now I'm li- limited to maybe just like posting a quote. And, you know, maybe you'll get a couple likes. I mean, we even dealt with this in the beginning of Rise Up For You a couple years ago was really how to, how to get the message across in an effective manner. Um, so let's just start with the, let's start with this initial concept of when you're posting and when you're, you know, using your social media, how do we, how do we get behind all of the inundation that's happening online and really like as a woman or as a company have that vulnerability that can reach an audience, you know, on their cell phone or on their desktop? Mm-hmm. Great question. So I think that the key is that people have to remember you and want to come back for more. And no one, I mean, in my opinion, most people don't connect with perfect because perfect is not what their life looks like. And so if they're going to feel connected to you, they need to feel like they're like you or you're like them. And maybe you inspire them or you motivate them or they learn something from you or they just feel less alone. But when you share some of those not so perfect parts, people remember that people remember your face. People remember the things that you helped them with. People remember the stories that you told them. So rather than, and I still do post a lot of quotes, but I also am sharing a story in that. And how does that resonate or how does that relate to what I'm doing in my life or how that's impacted me? So kind of showing where you were and where you are so that people feel like, hmm, if that person can do it, I could do it. Mm. Or that they're going to be able to learn how they can do that from coming to you. We're seeing your page often. So now I typically post on social media at night And I find if I don't post that night and maybe I am away or I skipped or maybe I was sick and so I didn't post on social media that day, people will message me, like private message me and say, hey, like I noticed that you didn't post today because like I wake up and I like look forward to your posts. Mm. So, But they do that because like, you know, you're sharing vulnerably and they feel connected to your message or that maybe they're learning something. So that's kind of where I would start is like, make sure that you're not just like posting a quote, not saying anything. Like it has to actually have something to do with you rather than even if you're using a quote from someone else, like that's great and all, but like, how is that supposed to relate or how does that relate to what you are doing, who you are? Because people are buying from the person they like. If they don't like you, I know this, this, we don't have to have everybody like us, but if the if the people that are res- like coming to you, your Instagram page, if they don't like you, if they don't feel connected to you, they're not going to stay. Right. Absolutely. And that's interesting that you talk about, um, you said earlier that people don't resonate with perfect. Like people, they don't connect mm-hmm. with that. And so many times as women, we do have this perfectionist mindset. And I always say that perfection equals prevention, uh, because mm-hmm. we don't actually do it. And so I think this is a good like transition point in regards to you know, doing video, because like you said, video resonates a lot more because people can see you, but there's so many people out there right now. And I even went through this as well. And I'm, I'm actually not scared of video and I'm not scared of like talking and doing that kind of thing. But there was this idea of, okay, if I'm going to do a video, it, it, 
I can't say um and like and, and stumble over my words and, you know, have space in between my thoughts. There's all these things that have to do with it has to come across perfect and professional. But then what happens is that we never end up putting out a video, right? Or it's very inconsistent. Especially a live video where you practice so much that it doesn't come off as authentic. I think that the best videos are the ones where you make mistakes, the ones where you act real. Because people are going to come to you because you're real. That's the point of Facebook Live and Instagram Live is if it was contrived or produced or like recorded, then yeah, then it can be perfect. But people connect with the live portion of YouTube Live, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, because you can't be perfect because they actually get to see the real you. They get to interact with you. They get to ask questions. And like, that's the part that connects people. Mm, absolutely. So don't feel like you need to be perfect. I even say to my clients sometimes, some of my clients are moms and they're like, oh, well, my kids were screaming in the background. I'm like, that's real. That's real life. If your kids are not screaming in the background or not coming in and interrupting you or not needing their mommy, like that's not real. Yeah. That's not what most moms are dealing with. So showing the parts that you're actually dealing with are the things that are going to connect with them and want them to come, make them come back. So how, you know, how do we get to this point of, I guess, being vulnerable on social media? Is it something where we just give it a shot? We go for it. You know, do, did you do a lot of research in regards to like some other people and companies that were doing what you were doing and seeing what they were putting out there? Or did you really just, you know, lay your heart on the line and then it just kind of all came to fruition that way? Mm -hmm. Great question. So I share this with my clients all the time because I think it's good for people to know (laughs) that, like I, there were times where I did live videos and nobody showed up. Mm. There were times where I was just doing it to myself or that people didn't comment or anything like that, where you're literally just doing it to yourself or that I did a Q and A and nobody asked any questions. So I had to come up with my own questions, but you still have to just do it. I think the consistency was the thing before. If I gave myself an option to do it, I wouldn't do it. Cause I don't like doing video. I don't like talking in front of like big groups of people And so I would never do it if I didn't have a specific day and time that people expected me to show up. So at the beginning when I was working, I couldn't do the same time every time because I never knew when I would get home from work, but the same day. And then I would tell people that I was going to be live so that they could show up. At the beginning, I didn't want anyone to show up, but as you do it more, it's certainly more fun when you're not talking to yourself. So I would tell people that I would be live at a specific time and then they could show up. And even if they didn't show up, I still have to do it. Cause what if they came in the middle of the live video? So I couldn't just be like, Oh, well, no one showed up. So I'm not going to do it. So I think that it's important to just do it. It doesn't matter if it's like, if, and sometimes my clients are like, well, I didn't have anything to say that week. That's not an option. If you don't have anything to say, get on there and say, I don't really have anything to say. Do you guys have any specific things that you want to hear about or just share a story or share what is going on in your life. Like it doesn't always need to be like tips and tools. It can also be them learning a little bit about you or learning something they didn't already know, some sort of behind the scenes. But the consistency I think is the thing that makes it grow. If you want more people to show up, you want to have, you have to do it consistently on the same time or so that they can actually, and also that they don't think that it's like, Oh, it's one and done because I have some clients who are like, I did it. And then, nobody showed up. So I didn't do it the next week. Cause like clearly people didn't want it. It's like, no, right. you got to do it consistently for a while. Like it could take three months, but I guarantee you that one, 
you're going to have this bank of videos then. And two, people will start to show up as they see you doing it more. Right. Absolutely. I love that. That's, and that's great advice. And is there anything that you do or that you did when you first started videos that kind of like prepped you for the game? You know, I was like, okay, I'm going into live mode. Any practice or just or mantra that you did that, you know, maybe you could pass down to us? Uh, yes. Great. So I have all of those things. So number one, when I first started, I definitely practiced. I would put out three points that I wanted to say, and I would just jot them down, not like script it. But I would practice and practice and practice and practice. And those times where I practiced usually were the worst because then you're thinking about, oh, I forgot to say this. Oh, I didn't say this right. So I just put down some points that I want to hit on a piece of paper. And I usually have the paper by me if, if I forget or if I get stuck so that I can look back and say, hmm, what did I want? What else did I want to share here? And so I find that the less you practice, the better. But having some specific points that you do want to share is a great way to give you some content. And then one of the mantras that I use still to this day is, and I used it then when I first started doing this, is like, if this helps me, if this helps one person who is struggling, it will be worth it. Like if I'm judged by 10 people, but this helps one person who is struggling, it'll be worth it. Mm. So I just think about one person. All I want to do is help one person with that video. If it helps more than one person, bonus. But I'm sharing these things in service of just one person at a time. And so when you think about it as just helping one person, it's okay. And I've asked my clients this all the time. Are you willing to be judged by 10 people to help one person who is struggling? And I've never gotten a no. So that's what I have them do is like share something that you could be judged by 10 people, but that it will help one person. I love that. Tanya, again, thank you so much for joining us. I'd love to jump into the power section of our interview. Can you tell us or share with us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us to read? Mm -hmm. I would say um, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero has been an amazing book for me and a lot of my clients because selling is definitely serving. And for you to make money, have clients help people, you have to be making money. Mm. So that is one of the most, I still go back to that book, like almost daily since like a year and a half ago, because it just gives you little bite-sized bits of why you do need to sell, why it's good to make money and why you need to share your message. Because if this is in service of one person, it's going to help you and it's going to help them. So making money is important. And certainly you have to sell. And a lot of people are like, I don't want to be salesy on social media, or I already talked about it. And I, I don't want to talk about it again to annoy people, right? But it's not annoying the people that need it. So selling is serving. And what's one value that you constantly stick by that's a non-negotiable for you? Um, one value, I would say connection. My business is totally based on connection. I don't really focus on helping thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. I focus on helping one person at a time. So I really value connecting with real people because behind every single computer screen, every single phone, there's a person behind that mm, account. Yeah. So I like to think about the person and I want to connect with just that person. And as you connect with more people, your business will grow. And here at Rise Up For You, we always like to ask about the golden nugget. So if you could leave the world with one final message, what would that golden nugget be for you? Mm, that's a good one. I think it would be that to share your gifts because every single person was given gifts on this planet. Like 
we all have a gift. And the more that you keep it hidden to yourself, there are people out there who need it. So I would say to share your gifts. And we actually have a podcast episode called um, um, Stop Masturbating Your Gifts Mm. because you are just pleasuring yourself with them. So stop pleasuring yourself with your gifts. Get it out there and share your message with the world because every single person has something to say and you can certainly help many people out there who are struggling. Wonderful. And lastly, when you hear the phrase rise up for you, which as you know, is the company and the podcast, what does that mean to you? That to me would be to step into the light, I guess, step into, cause I never wanted to be that type of person who like had the spotlight on them or, you know, I never, I said to one of my team members yesterday that I never wanted to be um, like to be the face of a business but it is in service of my clients. It's in service of the people out there. So by stepping into the light and shining it a bit on you, you are able to help more people. So rise up and shine your light and step into the light. Amazing. Thank you so much. And lastly, how do we stay connected with you? How do we support you and and learn more about you? Mm -hmm. Um, That's great. Thank you. Um, So we have a uh, podcast called the How We Hustle podcast, and it's all about the unfiltered, um, aspects of growing an online business. So you can definitely check out, um, our podcast called the Howie Hustle podcast. And then you can always connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at wholehearted business coach. And also on my website at www.wholeheartedbusinesscoach.com. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us. It's been such an honor to have you on our show. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor to be here. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.